Heath. Welcome to Help Me Run a Podcast with Rhonda Hale. I am your host, Rhonda Hale, and I'm so glad you're here. Um, okay, so I am digging through my folder, and I've been talking to people. Thank you so much for your awesome reviews and feedback um, on, I think it's... Um, iPodcast on iPhones you can leave reviews and people are just leaving me cool feedback and like rating me and I really appreciate that it's um, very touching because this whole podcast thing is really just something that I love to do it makes me happy and um, as you all know or if you don't know I am a I am a bridal tailor and I see lots and lots of brides and I have kept like a diary of my interactions, experiences, and stories that I've collected from brides over the past, literally over the past 30 years. And um, I began uh, keeping a diary about 10 years ago and re recalling some of the things, writing them down. And currently what I do is on your invoice, if you are a, a bride of note, um, I will write on your invoice and save it. And I'll write it in, I'll write in red little notes. You'll get a red star. And sometimes it's because you have this Hallmark gorgeous love story that's so cute, it's ridiculous. Can't be real, but it is. And um, sometimes you are a hot mess. And <laughs> I can't let that go because that is good stuff and everybody wants to hear crazy shit. So thank you for tuning in. And today um, I'm gonna put my cool glasses. I got brand new glasses, look. Aren't they neat? If you are listening to me on my podcast on iTunes or Spotify or whatever, Anchor, anything, then you can't see my cool glasses. But if you are curious, you can actually tune in on YouTube to Help Me Rhonda podcast. Um, anyway, and I have these new glasses. I am a huge Jane Austen fan and I got these um, replica glasses. I've had other glasses that are kind of vintagey. Um, and they're really cool. I really like vintage readers and these are so authentic looking. Oh my God. They're so cute. <laughs> feel like a time traveler. So today I have decided, um, I'm going to talk about three brides. Tonight I went to an engagement party for one of my brides. One of my brides actually got it, came to me. She's, her wedding is a year from now, but she's excited and a lot of my brides come in advance like anywhere from oh my gosh like six months to a year ahead they'll come to me because I have their dress and they're like ready to rock and roll get this thing done they're super excited or they want it out of their hair or whatever so anyway went to an engagement party tonight uh, talked to a bunch of people there um, and I apparently quite a few people there already listened to my podcast which was really cool and they were telling me I was saying well, like what are your favorite episodes which ones stand out to you um, which ones have you listened to? And a number of people told me that they really like hearing about the psychic medium part. You know, some of those stories about uh, when I have visitors that show up when my bride comes. And um, I've mentioned this before, but if you haven't listened to my podcast before, yes, I am a bridal tailor, but I do happen to be a psychic medium. But I can't help it when dead people show up and have things to say, I'm going to tell you what they're saying. And sometimes it can get a little bit awkward, but uh, that is one thing that I heard tonight was they like hearing more about the psychic medium. So I do have a story about that. And I want to talk to you about a quirky bride that is too cute. I can't stand it. Like she's crazy. She's crazy weird. And I want her to keep being that way. She's awesome. 
And then uh, this one I wrote crackhead on there. <laughs> She's not literally a crack. Oh, maybe she is. I don't know. We didn't talk about her crack usage, but um, this was a little bit crazy. So I've got three brides I'm going to talk about. I'll get the crackhead out of the way here. So um, I got this phone call and when I get phone calls from brides, I try to um, um, kind of use my juju and um, kind of feel them out on the phone. I chat with them because ordinarily, I mean, what I do, I really, really love what I do being a bridal tailor, but I, I really don't want to attract any of the crazy like mean bridezillas or you know psycho 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 everybody's got a little bit of crazy i got a lot of crazy but you know it's that this the stuff you can deal with the normal things that have to do with a wedding or just being a woman you know life um but there are those times and you know you know when those times are that your gut your inner being is saying, hey, red flag, red flag, stay away, say no, back up, beep, 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 you know? And your uh, conscious mind is saying, God, I don't even know anything about that person. I, why am I so judgy? No, give them a break, blah, blah, blah. And I am here to tell you, listen to that inner feeling that's telling you, you know, it's that inner voice saying, you know, flashing neon signs saying stay away or whatever, warning you about a person or a situation. And so I, I had this bride call and my radar, my spidey sense did kind of go off and I was like, she's kind of hot messy, but not in a way that brides are normally hot messy. Like something was weird, like kind of, I don't know, um, just really strange. She didn't even sound like a bride. Um, brides have a way, like they're they're very focused on what's happening in their dress. They're focused on what's happening. It, it's a real thing that's happening to you. So whether you're all giddy and excited or whether you're stressed out because you just have all the shit you need to get organized or whether you have um, anxiety over your dress <coughs> or whatever you're dealing with, I can sense that bride thing in you. Well, I wasn't picking that up with her. And I was like, well, maybe she's just like, they've been together forever and they're eloping or something. You know, maybe she's like, ah, it's just a formality. Could be that. So I thought, okay, whatever. She calls me and she says, um, she says that she got her dress. It's a not extremely formal dress, but, um, she got her dress and she sent it to get cleaned, uh, to the dry cleaners to get cleaned. And the dry cleaners sh shrank her dress and it shrank like about five inches, she said. So I was thinking, well, that's that's kind of strange. Um, dry cleaning is dry cleaning. Laundering is another thing. But when you dry clean, the it's chemicals. It doesn't actually, there's no shrinking that's involved. So I thought that was kind of strange. And so I was thinking maybe, well, I don't know. But, you know, if you need me to add length, she sent me pictures. And I thought, well, actually, there's a few t little bit of tweaking I can do. And I could probably give you, like, Four, four inches maybe. I don't know if that would make a difference for you and possibly tweak the straps and give you another inch there and maybe bring you up to five inches that you need. And she's like, oh, I would love it so much. So I give her my price and she's like, that seems like, I don't know, This it's more out of my budget. I said, hey, you know what? I can't guarantee anything, but this is my price. I can't go through the work of doing it and and I just, I can't, that's my price. So finally she says, okay, yeah, I'll do it. So 
make an appointment with her. I always take a deposit from my bride. I am in high demand. So I have, like I said before, I have a lot of brides come to me from all over the United States. They fly to me everywhere. So I can't really risk having a no-show. So for that reason, I take a deposit on your appointment. It's non-refundable, but it goes towards the tailoring cost of your dress. Her dress wasn't very expensive as far as what I normally charge. It was like a fraction of what I normally charge. So I charged her a smaller portion um, for her deposit. And uh, she still was kind of like balking at me, like, like, oh my God, I don't know, for the deposit. And I was thinking, God, it's 50 bucks. What's the big deal? And um, so anyway, she finally made her deposit. And she comes in and she was a fucking hot mess. Like... Um, to say that she was an earth child would be stating it very lightly. Um, she had a significant odor about her, so she wasn't a regular bather. I mean, it wasn't like she went to the gym and came over a little stinky, but she was like, there was some uh, protective coating on her. There was definitely a layer. And her hair was like really frazzled and kind of crazy and, um... Um, I think she had hairy pits, which I do have a few of my brides who are like, you know, they have a, a protest against shaving. That's fine. No big deal. But come to me clean, please. Um, anyway, um, so she had just had this really small, strong body odor about her. And I was like, okay. Um, but she had that real kind of grungy, like, you could tell there was like something trashy about her. She was just really like grungy. I don't want to say that she was homeless, but it almost had a feeling of like maybe she lived in her car or something. I'm not sure. So um, I looked at the dress uh, and, and I could tell it had not been dry cleaned. It had been laundered. So in my thoughts, um, I was just kind of going through the process thinking, well... I'll bet you money she washed the dress and then took it to a dry cleaners and was hoping that they could like stretch it out. And then while I was like talking to her and going through um, kind of in my mind thinking about what I was going to do, where I was going to add to it and how I was going to make it longer. Then she starts talking to me because her, her guard had dropped down and she was kind of more relaxed around me. I mean, I always want to try to make my brides feel relaxed, but her guard dropped. And then she started talking about how she got an attorney and she's actually suing. Um, she's taking them to, or I don't know if she got an attorney, but she's taking them to small claims and she's suing them uh, like $1,500 for this dress. And I just kind of like red flags are going up automatically you don't want a new client coming to you telling you automatically they're suing somebody for something that has to do with their wedding dress you're thinking god are they sue happy oh do I really want to work with them and I think I was thinking I said well why did you take it to the dry cleaners if you she said she had bought it at Beholden and I said but why did you take it to the dry cleaners if you had if you had just bought the dress, it's brand new. You, there was no reason to clean it. Was it a sample dress? She goes, no, I bought it. I bought it brand new. I just, I wanted to have it clean before I wore it. And I was thinking, oh my God. I mean, she's already really stinky and gross. Her feet, she was wearing flip-flops. It was the middle of summer. She was wearing flip-flops. And she's one of those people where you could tell she probably doesn't wear shoes most of the time. So her feet were like black, like black, 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 like my shirt, black up around the sides and in between her toes like she was kind of nasty really nasty 
And so I, um, I just was thinking, okay, am I in a situation where I need to, um, like tell her, Hey, I can't help you. And then, you know, my, my, my smart Rhonda and <laughs> my inner guide Rhonda was saying, just tell her, <coughs> just tell her that you can't, you can't, there's no way you can fix this and it's just not going to work. And you're really sorry. And give her her 50 bucks back and just let her go cut her loose because she's like, she's like an explosion or an accident waiting to happen. You know, had that feeling of dread. And while we're talking and talking and talking, and I said, well, and she starts talking about how it feels loose in certain areas, and she's thinking that she wants little areas taken in. And I said, well, you know, we, I definitely can do that. I can make it fit you better. But, you know, you had, um, you were commenting how the cost of already the alteration that you needed might be out of, you know, kind of pushing your budget. This would actually double that. So I, I don't know if you're okay with that. And she said, well, I feel like I should really have it fixed, but I don't know. It'd be like, how much more would it be? She started just like almost wanting to start haggling me. And I was thinking, I was sitting at my desk right here. I was sitting right here and she was in a chair right next to me. I have a chair right over here to my right. And she was sitting there and I turned my back to her I'm looking down here at my desk right in front of me and I was writing on a piece of paper you know creating an invoice for her and out of the corner of my eye the right side I saw movement and it was just ever so slight movement that kind of just like wasn't something was weird and I just turned my head slightly and looked and she was digging through my purse she was digging through my purse I turned around and I looked at her and I go, what are you doing? And she's like, oh, oh my gosh. I thought this was my purse. I was, I, I, I'm sorry. I thought that was my purse. Oh, she was fucking digging through my shit. Yeah, it wasn't your purse, bitch. It was not your purse. It was my purse. She came in with this like nasty backpack. It was in the other room, like where she changed. This like hippie kind of backpack, woven, whatever. And I have a Goyard and I always said it like right next to me over here. I've never in my life had a trouble, any problems with a bride being shady or weird that I would fear that my purse is gonna get like dug through or somebody steal from me or something. That's just insane. My brides are not like that. That's not what I deal with. This biatch was digging through my purse. So I turned around and I just said, uh, you know what? I am sorry, but I, ca I can't work with you. And so I took the invoice out and um, <laughs> here it is right here. And I just wrote canceled. And um, yeah, definitely not going to work with her. I should have listened to my inner guide the whole damn time because it was probably all my spirits guides were like raising these signs saying, stay away from her. She is shady as fuck. She's a scam artist, you know, stay away from her. She was probably going to have me like try to fix this dress and then say I ruined it and try to sue me too. Um, yeah, that was a little bit crazy. So there's that story digging through my freaking purse. Then I have this other bride. Oh my God. She's so cute. She is a public defender um, in LA here. 
and um, she's a public defender, and she's like, I couldn't even actually imagine her being a public defender because she's just very like quiet and timid, but she's good at she's been doing it for five years she said and she loves her job and um god bless her that's what she does anyway she's so cute because she's having a harry potter wedding and she bought her dress and i converted it to be as harry potter as possible and she wore a wand and um she had like a witch's hat kind of like it was all ivory and I had to add like uh, drapey, cool, um, like this long vest with streamery type streamer kind of fabric, like flowing off of it. So cute. So that's a short story, but so cute. I mean, and she was so into it. She was so excited to have a Harry Potter wedding. And um, her groom uh, is a guy and he's um, full Harry Potter, like, wizard robe everything so cute so here is my main story and um this bride is one where i did have a visitor cross the other side and come and hang out so i'm with this beautiful woman doing her fitting She's been married, no, she had not been married before, but she had two small children. And she um, was a beautiful black woman, uh, just perfect bone structure, super beautiful, very curvy and fabulous, just gorgeous, gorgeous woman. And um, she, I there was just something, I don't know she didn't seem as happy as a bride normally would be you know and I um, I, I did I don't try to tap into people I don't I don't do that I mean unless you ask me to try to tap in I'm not gonna do that but while I was with her um, I could feel there was energy around her and I could almost see an image of the man that she was going to be marrying and I kept thinking that there's like, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure she loves him, but I don't think that he's like, I don't, <coughs> I don't think that she's marrying for love. I just didn't feel like that. But you know, I'm not here to judge anybody. Get married or don't get married. It doesn't matter. And for your own reasons, whatever reasons, that's the right reason. Really, it's, I'm not here to judge you. And um, so we went through the whole um, thing and I found out that she, she works as a nurse. And as soon as we were done with her fitting, I came into this part of the office where my desk is, and you can see all the dresses behind me there if you're looking on YouTube. And um, she came in, she didn't sit in the chair next to me, but she was uh, like standing in that area. And like out of nowhere, um, a, a woman appeared in the, like the doorway between this room and my main room there where I do the fittings with the brides. And ordinarily when um, someone crosses over from the other side, whenever they do that, I am I don't ever feel threatened. I don't ever feel um, 
intimidated because they always come in love and um, they're always talking to me. It's like they're very happy to connect with somebody who they can talk to, who can hear them and convey a message and, and tell their loved one that they're here. So they're usually really, really nice and um, there's no threat or anything. But And I didn't really, I can't say I felt threatened, but I was definitely a bit intimidated because when this woman showed up, she literally, she almost filled the whole doorway. Like, this is an older building, so the uh, the doorways are not like tall, tall, tall. They're not like 10 feet tall. They're like eight foot doorways. And this woman, I would say she was about six foot tall. The best way that I can describe her, she looked like Medea. Like she looked like Medea and she was tall and big and she had this honey, dark brown, honey hair, like down to her shoulders. And, um, she had this confidence about her and this strength to her. And she's, she just kept showing me this big, big, big letter C. And <clears throat> it was like, it was illuminated, like a, an illuminated, like a neon sign. She kept showing me this big, big illuminated bright C. So I figured her name starts with a C. How am I going to tell this girl that there is a person here? And usually I like, I will joke a lot about it when I'm telling you guys about, um, you know, if somebody shows up, I'll tell them, oh my God, they won't shut the fuck up. And they don't, they don't, they just keep coming and keep talking and they keep pushing their information or keep saying, tell them I'm here, tell them I'm here. But, and I usually will say like in my mind, I'll be telling them, I'll get a little bit strong with them and I'll say, hey, hold on, I'm working with somebody here. You need to just wait a second and then I'll get to you. And I, I have to be a little assertive with them. Otherwise, they just keep coming at you, you know. And with her, I did not do that. <laughs> I didn't want to piss her off. And um, so <laughs> so uh, I, told, I was looking at her in my mind. I'm saying, well, who are you? And she kept telling me she was her grandmother and a grandma is what she said. I'm her grandma. And um, I thought, oh, okay. And sometimes they'll say, like I've said before, they'll say um, that they are the mother or the grandmother or whoever. And maybe in in life, they really were not a, a blood relative who's a grandmother or whatever. But they loved them and had that role in their life and kind of was maybe an extended family member and had that relationship with the person. And so I said to my bride, I just told her that uh, when, because, you know, she's standing in her doorway, she ain't going to go anywhere. And I thought, I better get down to it here. I can't be messing around. So I uh, told my bride, I said, hey, um, so I don't know how you feel about this. And I don't want to freak you out or anything. But a lot of times when I'm working with brides, I do have a gift and I am able to see relatives who have passed away and a lot of times or, or loved ones and they'll come and they'll have messages. She's, and she just lit up right away and it made me feel so relieved and she was smiling. She goes, oh my gosh, that is, I love that shit. Anything to do with that, I am down. Is there somebody here? And I said, yes, there's someone here. I was so relieved because it was like, just took so much pressure off of me because some brides, like, you don't know how they're going to receive that. Yes. Tell me, tell me, tell me. I want to know. And so I told her, I said, well, she is standing right there 
and um, she's she's literally two feet behind you there, and she I, I gave her a physical description, and I even said she like literally she is tall and big and and thick and strong like she's not a skinny fragile woman she's a strong confident woman, and um like she's probably uh, a solid eighteen or twenty, and she is um. She's like, she's like almost six foot tall. Like this woman is tall and she's, I told her what kind of hair, you know, what her hair looked like and how she was wearing it. And that there was an illuminated super like neon C in there. And she keeps saying that she's your grandma, but I don't know if she was in this life truly your grandmother. Well, she started crying and she said, yes, yes, that, that is my grandma. And, um, so she told me her name, I wrote it down here. Um, her name was Carrie. And anyway, Carrie with a C. And um, she's like, oh my God. Uh, she said she was uh, like a mother to me. She said she raised me and she was like my mother. And I said, well, um, she's very, she wants to let you know she loves you and she's very proud of you. And she's, She's telling you how beautiful that you are. And she knew you would be a beautiful, strong woman. And um, and uh, she does have a few things that she's, tell she's telling me. Um, and I don't know if you're open to hearing them. And she said, yes, yes, I am. I said, well, some of them are um, could be a little bit controversial. So, uh, I mean, I might be like delivering some information you, you don't want to hear. She's like, no, 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 no. I don't want you to dilute anything. I want you to tell me everything she said, everything I want to hear it. And I said, okay, well, the first thing that she's telling me is that she wants you, um, first, the first thing she's saying is she sent your husband to you. Um, this man that you're marrying, she brought him to you for this one reason. Um, you're working hard, you're a single mom, and she wants, she's showing me images of you working in as an RN in a um, neonatal uh, ward in a hospital. And so she said, you're going to have to go back to school and, um, and, and get your education so that you can do that. And my bride starts crying. She's like, how, there's no way you would know this. How would you know this? She goes, literally, I didn't even know myself until two days ago. She said I was in my car, I was driving, and I just thought, you know, I've always, I've always wanted to work with infants, and I really, really, really want to go back to school, but there's no way I can go back to school thank, on my own. Thank God I am getting married, and I'll have the financial support to go to school and, like, stop working for a minute and go back to school so that I can... Um, further my education and, and really, really do what I want to do. And so it was a very touching, emotional message for her. And then, ah, then her grandma had this other message, the rest of the message, um, which was really, really, really difficult for me to deliver. Um, and she 
she kept saying over and over and over that she's only going to be with this guy for five years, that he was only temporary, only so that she could get back to school, that he will be good to her, but he is not her soulmate, that there is another man that she will meet later, but it has to do with once she becomes a, uh, once she furthers her career and works in, as a neonatal nurse like in I think it's the ICU or something it was like where the babies are really sick but they're extra tiny little babies preemies who have um, complications so she's working like I could see her doing this and um, and her grandmother was saying that once she gets her education and she's working in this position um, she's going to advance, 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 and then she's going to have an opportunity to run an office for a um, a doctor, an OBGYN, and oh, and she said she's also going to be delivering babies, so she needed to get her, wait, let me look at my paper, hold on, I write all this stuff down because uh, God knows I can't remember all of it, so her grandmother was telling her that she needs to be a nurse practitioner. And that once she has her um, advances her education, she can be. She wants her to become. She's supposed to become a nurse practitioner, and work in. Uh, she'll actually be able to deliver babies, but she's going to specialize in neonatal. Until um, she moves out of this position, she's going to. Uh, she's going to work as a neonatal nurse. And then she's, because she will have the nurse practitioner um, license, she's going to meet this man who has a, he actually has two medical offices and he's getting to a point where it's just too much for him to handle both going back and forth to the offices and he's going to have her take a lot of the weight and load and eventually she's going to be running one office completely by herself and eventually he's going to retire and she's going to end up having both offices. So her grandmother was showing me all these images, telling me all this stuff that's actually in the future for my bride and that would be in the next 10 years this is going to happen for her. And she shows me her two children and a smaller baby like a little baby boy. So all of this stuff was coming to me and I, I just told her, I said, she said that she brought you this man um, so that you would be able to go back to school without having the burden of finances while you're being a single mom, you know, being a single mom and going to school, you just can't do that. It's not a possibility for you. And with this man, you're gonna be able to be supported while you go back to school, but that it's not going to last more than five years. and. Like, I'm a bridal tailor. I work with brides. They haven't got married. They're getting ready to tie the knot. And this was like the most absurd thing for me to tell somebody. It felt so uncomfortable. Oh, my God. And this woman took it like a champ. She says, no, I can see that. I can completely see that. She goes, I didn't see myself with him for the rest of my life either. And I said, really? So you knew, did you know all along that this was to help you? She goes, no, because honestly, um, she's been dating him. She's been with him for like two years. And <clears throat> she, um, she said that she loved him and she had affection. She had feelings for him. She loved him, but that it wasn't like a, it wasn't like, you know, that lifetime love, 
a little bit different there. And she said she wasn't feeling that for him, but that she knew being a single mom, she, she really needed the support of another person. And he was a very, very good man. And he was good to her and he was good to her children. He did. She said he does want to have a child with her. And so I said, well, I see a little boy. So, um, um, I think you're going to have a little boy with him. She goes, actually, I do have a little boy with him. <laughs> so I thought it may be, I, sometimes I see a vision of a child and I don't know if they're born already or if they're on their way to be being born. But she says, no, 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 no. I, we had a, a little boy together. He's, he's this, she showed me their pictures. And so, um, she said, yeah, but she said that she is getting her tubes tied and she doesn't want to have any more kids. And I said, good, because you're not supposed to, you're supposed to have three kids. That's it. And, um, so she took it really well. You know, I, I was telling her everything her grandmother was saying, which was that um, she's only going to be with him for five years. And after that, that her life will evolve and she's just going to kind of get tired of being with him. He, it, the fit won't be there anymore. It won't be a good fit. And she's like, well, I don't have a problem with that. That's fine. I, I, I think he, he's a good man. And she goes, I just can't see myself with him forever. And apparently what he does for a living, he's gone a lot. So he's not home 24 seven. And she kind of likes that a lot. She's a smart lady. Um, she liked that because, um, she, you know, you, it feels fresh. It feels new. You see each other and you haven't seen each other for a minute and it just feels good again to see them. But she's like, yeah, there's just his energies. He's just too like on like, go, 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 go. Like she goes, I couldn't be around somebody like that all the time. And she sees him like probably five days out of the month because he travels a lot with his work. But um, he's like, you know, very, very crazy and in love with her. And of course, very happy they have a child together now that I know that after, you know, she showed me the pictures. And um, yeah, so that's my story. And wow, that was really, really difficult to um, <laughs> tell her that. I, I am not going to lie. I have had, um, I've had other situations where I've had brides and, and a couple of times I've had their loved ones come and be in the room and I don't tell them that their loved ones there because that is like something you can't fucking tell everybody everything. You just can't. Some people can't handle it. And, um, I mean, they didn't come to me to get red. They came to me to do their dress. And so I definitely have had brides where I know I can like I know how can I say I know but I know that that their spouse or their their uh their significant other or whatever their partner is cheating on them and has a significant cheating problem. I I sometimes can see when you know their 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 loved ones will come and, and say that they, the other one has a drug problem or you know things like that. So I can't really come out and say all of that stuff to obviously to like every bride that comes in. I did, I did get in a kind of a pickly situation. Um, it was like a pickle for me. Um, probably about, what was it? Uh, it was back when I was in San Diego still. I had a bride, very precious, sweetheart angel bride, and uh, absolutely love her, still love her now. Um, but I, I, I did know then that the man she was marrying wasn't a good guy. I, I knew that. Uh, his energy was so strong. And sometimes it's so easy for me to channel like when you're with a bride and they're very vulnerable, their feelings are very um, out there. Uh, you can, if they think about a person, it's easy for me to channel them and pick up on whoever it is that they're thinking about, whether it's a, 
a sister or a brother or somebody they're worried about or, or their fiance or their significant other, their partner, whatever. Um, and I'll connect and I'll be able to get a really solid read on the person that they are thinking about or talking about or worried about. And like, there's more than a, more than a couple times where I can see that, um, they're with someone who's not so great. I mean, what do you do? Like, what the fuck do you say? Like you're like you're engaged to someone who's a piece of shit. You don't, you can't tell people that. So, um, uh, like at one point I had one where, um, somebody's, you know, it's, I, it's odd how many crossover that are grandmothers. Most of them that I get are grandmothers. I get a few mothers, uh, but, and a few grandfathers and a few just people that I don't even know how they're related to the person, but they are their spirit guide and they're with them all the time. But mostly grandmothers come over and, um, this one grandmother came over and, um, the bride asked me, does she like him? You know, does she like him? Because I guess the grandmother was uh, dying or sick or something and didn't really, really get to get to know the fiance. And, um, the grandmother's like, no, I don't, I didn't like him. What do I say? Like, what do you say? You don't, you can't. So I lied and I said, yeah, he's she's very happy for you. She's really, really happy for you. And the grandmother's like, no, I don't want her with him. He's not a good guy. What do you do? What do you do? Like, I can't, I can't say, I can't say anything about that. What am I going to say? No, I'm not going to say that. I mean, I'm, I'm working on her dress. I'm doing an alteration. I'm fitting her wedding dress on her. No, I cannot say that. So that gets a little bit awkward. But uh, that is my podcast for today. I hope you guys enjoy it. I hope you have a fantastic day. And leave me some feedback. Leave me some feedback. I think on um, iPodcast, if you have an iPhone, that's going to be an awesome place for you to leave feedback. I think on... I think Spotify should have a way to leave feedback or ratings. But I love your ratings, man. And follow me... Uh, subscribe and follow me on uh, YouTube too because like if you're listening to the podcast you're gonna want to know um, what this bitch looks like so you can tune in and see me there and also do not forget to follow me on my Instagram dude I'm trying to be insta famous duh and uh, it is help me Rhonda official r-o-n-d-a no h Give me a follow. Lots of inspirational stuff I post on there and pictures of me. My stories can get interesting and fun, but usually very encouraging stuff. So have a great day. Believe in yourself. That's the first step to everything is just start. Just believe in yourself. Say nice things to yourself. Don't say things that are demeaning, degrading, or hard on yourself. Don't say things to yourself that you wouldn't tell to somebody you love. Don't say, God, I always fuck up. Nah, I never do that right. Would you tell somebody else you love those things? No, you would not. Well, you know, I mean, if you, you wouldn't say those things to somebody that you love. So don't say those things to yourself. Say nice things to yourself and, um, love yourself and the world would love you back. That sounds corny, but it's true. So have a great day. Thanks for listening, you guys. And um, if you have any ideas or things you want to hear about, or if you have any questions, I went to a Super Bowl party. Oh my God, I'm so Kansas. I'm so happy Kansas won. I can't even tell you. Um, anyway, I had several people at the Super Bowl party 
that I guess listened. It was like a whole group of people. Some people I knew. A bride. It's like the I think the third Super Bowl party that I went to at her her and uh, James's house. Um, Tracy and James Squire. Thank you for having me again. And had a blast. Uh, then a few people there had some questions about some of my podcasts. So if you have questions about some of the the podcasts I've had, which are like, how did it end? She had questions about ping pong ball penis at the end. Um, she's like, well, I had some questions. And then other people have had questions about other things. So if you have questions, feel free to DM me on Instagram, whatever your questions are, and I will answer them back on the next podcast. Or if you're in LA and you want to be on my show, give me a call. I'll have you on my show. Have a great rest of your day. Bye, guys.